Salutations, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to Mike's Always Right. I'm your host, Mike Iman. In this episode, uh, we're talking about New Year's resolutions, what mine are, how you can get the most out of your New Year's resolutions, setting big goals for the year, and where I see this show going in 2018. So don't touch that dial, sit back, relax, and just enjoy the show. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me. I, I'm just so appreciative of, of the people who, who listen to the show I, um, and are now watching. So this is the third episode that I have now uh, made available in both audio and video formats. I'm getting a little bit more used to the, the video, but um, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, so 2017 was a big year for me. I turned 30 in March. In April, I quit my job of seven years as a, as a journalist. And ever since then, I have been diligently working at becoming a self-published author, uh, media mogul, if you, if you will. Uh, I spend much of time learning how to, how to, how to write books, how to design them. Basically everything start to finish the, the designing the cover, designing the interior, publishing it on, on Amazon, just every little, every little step of the way. And uh, a couple months ago, I, I launched the podcast, which got me thinking like bigger picture that, that perhaps books were not the end all be all. Granted, at this point, I've, I've actually put out three books. Uh, all of them are available in digital and print versions. And my podcasting book is now available in audio format on uh, audible.com and Amazon and, and iTunes. So really excited about that. I'm, so I've now created content. I've now created books in all three of those platforms. So I've been doing the podcast now for about two months. And I feel like it's getting better. The quality is getting better. I'm getting better at at talking and 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 expressing myself and not sounding like I'm just blathering all over the place. Although you might notice something a little different about this episode, in that I'm looking into the camera. I'm not reading off of a script. And of course, the uh, being able to see me reading the script that depends on you watching the videos as opposed to listening to the podcast, which. It's kind of an even split right now in terms of my metrics on those. So about half of you know what I'm talking about. So I've been doing the podcast for about two months. And the last couple episodes I've made available as videos. So the issue that I've been having is that making it available in both formats is very time-consuming, especially when I'm having to script every word of every episode. So I've been making these episodes anywhere from nine and a half to ten and a half minutes, depending on... Uh, what I want to talk about. I'm, I'm not really like holding myself to a strict time limit, but I, I'm trying to keep it to a certain length because it takes more time to write. So if I want to write a 10-minute episode, that's about 10 to 11 pages of script. And that may not sound like a lot when you're having to think about, well, what do I want to say and trying to get the wording just right. Well, that takes a long time. I mean, I'm having to like kind of sit and rack my brain for, for several hours and, and really just try to figure it out and get all the words down and make sure it sounds right. And I end up spending like, you know, 
three, four, five hours, and even sometimes spread over several days on one script. And then when it finally comes time to record the episode, yeah, it's going to turn out a lot better. I'm going to get it all on the first take, but it's just it just wasn't working for me. So I really want to try a little bit more loose kind of thing. So I got my little note cards here, so I, I at least sort of stay on um, stay on track. But the video thing is also uh, somewhat problematic. I think in the long term, I'm going to be glad I'm doing this as both audio and video. Uh, just as a marketing tactic, I feel like it's it's kind of diversifying my portfolio, so to speak. Uh, but it's really time-consuming because I'm recording the, the audio and video on, on my iPad, and then I'm having to edit it and put it all together, and then edit the audio and extract things and it's, it's a mess. And at the end of the day, the videos that I'm making on the, since I'm using the front facing camera on my iPad, they're fairly low resolution. It's not, it's not uh, exceptional and the image quality isn't great. Uh, so I just bought a Canon T6i video creator kit and that's going to make it so I can just set up my camera on a tripod lock it in wherever I want it. I'm going to have to set up some sort of recording space, but once I have it all set up, I'll basically all I'm going to have to do is just push record. It's not like my iPad where I use it for, for writing and for surfing the web and for checking email and all these different things, and I can't just leave it set up on a tripod somewhere. Also, a lot of the ideas that I'm having for the future involve much more sophisticated video stuff. So actually going places and shooting video and then doing kind of a like a mix of what I would shoot on my my new camera that I haven't gotten yet, which is why I'm not shooting this episode on it. And then also combining that with footage from my iPhone. So I can just be out and about, shoot some, some video, some B-roll. I'm using video terms now because I've been watching a ton of Peter McKinnon stuff and Casey Neistat, and I'm like, I see what they're doing. They're obviously better than I'm ever going to be, but I think I can learn stuff from them. So I'm really excited about that. And it it all really comes down to what is the best use of my time. And I think that all New Year's resolutions should sort of come from that angle, which is, am I spending my time, my limited time on this earth? You know, I've, I'm, I'm 30, I'll be 31 in in March, I don't know how much longer I'm going to live. I hope I'm going to live for another 70, 80, 90, 100 years, but I might not. So given that reality that I don't know how much time I have left, how do I want to spend my time? So a lot of people, they'll, they'll take their New Year's resolutions and say, well, I'm not happy with my body. I want to look better in a in a bathing suit, or I want to be able to do more push-ups, or I want to impress girls. Well, on your deathbed, is that really going to is that really going to matter that much? That you could do a few extra push-ups, that you had some really nice-looking abs. I mean, if that's important to you, and you you know, if, if you died tomorrow, you would be so disappointed that you didn't have those that six six pack. Ah, I can't even say it. Those six pack abs. If that's important to you, then by all means, make that your New Year's resolution. But for the rest of us, if 
focus on what it is that you really want to be doing. The thing that I found to be most helpful is is coming at it from an angle of what kind of person do I have to be or become to do the things that I want to do. And that's like what the whole the past six, seven months has been all about for me. And that's why I thought, you know what, I got a little bit of money for Christmas. I'm going to put that towards a camera. And I, I see it as an investment because my my really big audacious goal, and I think everybody needs a big audacious goal that's uh, that's so big that you'll probably never achieve it, but it, it you know it sets the standard, it sets the bar, just like that's where I'm going. Even if I never get there, just the pursuit of it is going to be incredible. So my really big audacious goal is, you remember back in the '90s when Howard Stern was the, uh, the king of all media? He so he had he had the the hit radio show. They started televising it on E. So he had a hit TV show. Then he he came out with the book, uh, his his memoir, Private Parts. They made that into a movie. He got to play himself in the movie. So he had like top radio show, top TV show, top book, top movie, all at once. King of all media. And I got to thinking, you know, not that not that Howard Stern has like fallen into obscurity. I can't listen to him anymore because I don't have serious radio. I would listen to him if I did. Uh, but my thought, my thought process on, on this is I want to be the king of new media. And I know that sounds ridiculous. It sounds egotistical, but I like the sound of it. <laughs> king of new media. You, know, you know, it's good to be the king, right? That uh, Mel Brooks movie. It's good to be the king. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. So I'm gonna, I, the way I envision it, I'm going to have the books, I'm going to have the podcast, I'm going to have the, the, the YouTube channel, uh, whatever other social media happens to, to kind of catch on as a result of that. I've been pretty active on Instagram, but uh, I, all of this is going to depend on kind of what works. If none of it works, then I'll have to reassess my strategy altogether. But I, I think that if I really go at this whole hog, not just half hog, but whole hog, that I, I can really make something something out of this. Uh, I've seen much less interesting, much less talented people do a lot more with a lot less. So I think I got a good shot at this. This brings us to the end of episode nine of Mike's Always Right. Thanks so much for, for tuning in. Uh, be sure to re- leave a review in iTunes. Uh, hit the subscribe button and on YouTube or iTunes, wherever you're finding me right now. You can find me on Instagram at Mike Iman. You can find me online at www.mikeiman.com. That's all for right now. And remember, Mike's always right.